jocks in the pool That is not cool, I need the tools Take me to school, feet first Into this league, me first That cannot be, under the underdog Monica G Feeling a whole lot better suddenly I get in with it, win it again You're one and two in the bag and I'm going for three That is the beat down, got her the best So I keep now, y'all tread in water for weeks Now, now I'm the shark so I eat Now, look, I am not sorry I understood the pun from which I started And never getting these drafts is cathartic, so Dynasty underdog bite down Up at the day and the night now Easy as flying a kite now Come take a look at it right now Dynasty underdog bite down Up at the day and the night now Easy as flying a kite now Come take a look at it right now everyone, welcome to episode 14 of Dynasty Underdog Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan Dawkins. Joined with me as always are the guys from Any Given Pod, Billy Beeman and Josh Goldberg. How are you guys doing? Good, man. Stop talking over me, Josh. I'm good. Oh, we, we will always talk over each other. That's the point. Yeah, but uh, no, I've been good, man. How about you? Yeah, pretty good. Uh, yeah, I've had better days, better weeks, but it's, I'm here on the pod tonight, so this is great. So Yeah, that's how I feel about it too, man. It's like the getaway. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's sweet. You know, the wife kind of makes dinner early that way we can get finished up and she gives me the time to get prepped and well tell sweet. her thank you for from us i will so uh wanted to hop into some news yeah there's a ton of it this week i feel like just uh the injury bug caught caught up again with some people huh can't be avoided this yes. year <laughs> not at all between covid and just regular hammies and Achilles and all that crap. It's been pretty all, rough. All the acronyms, uh, the ACLs, the yeah. MCLs. The- ACL, JCL, JCL, JCC, I mean, all the-, <laughs> the OBJs. The OBJs, yeah, that's perfect segue, yeah. OBJ out for the season. That's yeah, towards ACL, and it wasn't even on an offensive play. He was running down an interception, which I always feel like personally, even on the DK Metcalf thing over the weekend, like that scared me when I saw it because I was like, all he has to do is roll up on his Me ankle too. the wrong way and snap. It's done, you know? And it's like, don't run. Like, I get it, but, like, that – like, they lost the game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So – You know, you don't have to be a hero, you know? It is exactly. what it is. But are his – if you have him nice, are you really that upset? Of what? Oh, yeah, OBJ? he's out for the season. I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like he hasn't been producing that much. No, I mean, uh, the week he played – the week he played Dallas, he looked uh, amazing. But other than that, you know, it's been so-so. But, you know, anytime you lose depth like that, you know, it sucks, especially this year. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean, I think it's huge. Uh, I mean, for fantasy owners, like, from a dynasty perspective, right, like, his value just tanked. Like, it, as low as yeah. it was, there was boom games to be had where you could sell him, and now it's, you know, you're just holding, hoping for he falls on another team maybe that's better, I don't, or better suited for him. I don't know. I, you bet you're holding. Yeah. So it, it kind of sucks. Yeah. The difference in price that you could get for him the, the week after he crushed uh, Dallas compared to what you get from this week is pretty big, but you know, we're not, we don't have crystal balls here. So. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You know no, what I mean? No, no yeah. doubt. Yeah. But that is a bummer. Yeah. Odell Beckham Jr. Out got injured, but the same week Baker Mayfield balled out five touchdowns. Right. So the question is, is Baker better that with Odell Beckham in the lineup, or is he better? I mean, I know everybody well, talks about well, this, but well, let's pump the brakes here. It was against Cincinnati. I mean, <laughs> okay, good, not good. Against the Ravens or like a top tier defense right here. So, 
Well, thank you. Thank you for level setting that a bit. You're right. They, they, yeah, I mean, no, that's, that's fair. Truth. You got to put in in comparison because I mean, it yeah. Also, it's also the rivalry, the the Ohio rivalry. They were pumped up. I'm sure there was definitely you know some okay, emotions but that'd involved. Be like saying Miami and Tampa or Miami and Jackson have a rivalry when Miami loses every time. I mean, <laughs> love, love my fins. Mm-hmm. Out the fins yeah. fans out there, but I don't know. I just. Yeah, he balled out. I'm sure you can get somebody to buy him high, but I'm at least waiting another game or two to make sure that this is consistent and not just the fact he was playing the Bengals. That's that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, I know that what I try to do is try to sell him, and uh, I have not really – there's not doesn't seem to be a big – market for baker for some reason people are just soured on him i guess there's not a mayfield market i mean you and i have him in the in the uh debbie league and i mean we want we want so badly to get rid of baker mayfield for really highest bidder i feel like at this point uh anybody who needs a quarterback for a championship come our way but nobody seems to really want it it's kind of crazy especially i mean he just he just threw five touchdowns there's some production to be had yeah, and there's not a whole lot of quarterbacks out there throwing five touchdowns every game. Or not every game, but any game, really. Yeah, so, you know, he's got some rushing upside and all that. Um, I don't know, man. It's just, I guess, people just really soured on him from last year. It was such a disappointment when people were taking him, you know, you know, first round uh, startups the year before. And Yeah, I get it. It's going to take a while for people to uh, – either Baker's got to string together games like that again for people's uh, thoughts about him to – you know, change. If but... he had another big game, I bet you could sell him pretty pretty quickly. If he had another one like that, like in a row. Yeah, I think so too. But you know, back to Debbie real quick because this is our pod and it's fun. We have what? We have Drew Locke. We have Tua. We had uh, Dak, Baker Mayfield, and Sam Darnold. <laughs> That's five starting quarterbacks. We right? up, dude. <laughs> and we can't move them. <laughs> like you know, it's funny because I've heard about like. The, there's a few times I've heard on Twitter, like, oh, stock up as much as you want. You ain't going to be able to sell them. But I've always been seen them sold or been able to sell or move around quarterbacks. And for some reason, like people are just like very stingy in this league and don't want to give up any kind of value for a quarterback. And, maybe, and honestly, maybe we're just like a little bit too quick on the trigger. Maybe trade deadline's not yet here. Playoffs aren't, aren't yet here. We're in the middle of the season. Maybe he'll be a little more valuable as the playoffs roll around and someone needs a quarterback. Yeah, true. And it's Debbie. So maybe these guys are used to waiting, yeah. you know, to, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Cam Newton, what do you feel about this, Mr. Patriots oh. fan? Cam Newton, he got benched. Yeah, he was, er- he was terrible. I, I, I wish they, I wish they benched him quicker. Ooh. He was terrible in that game. After the second interception, you could see he literally no pocket awareness. He didn't look comfortable. He doesn't he looks scared to make mistakes. It's just uh it's just all around bad. I don't I, I don't think he can't turn it around. That's not what I'm saying, because he looked better earlier in the season too. It's not like he it's not like this is what he's looked yeah, like he the whole year. I don't know if it's like COVID and not getting enough time with the team and you know, all that I don't know. Maybe some of that comes into play, but yeah, let me. Well, I, what I will say is he should be the starter going forward. Jared Stidham didn't look any better to me, so you know I, I just think they need to they need to work to get better and, and back to kind of what they were earlier in the season. If if they can figure that out at all, I don't know. It's or, bad. Or we're not a good team. We don't. We're not trading for. We're, we're not winning. So why trade for a quarterback right now? Like I, I, I would rather 
tank and get somebody your way to the offseason pay very little like we did for Cam or even re-sign Cam on like a very low deal because ain't nobody paying Cam after this season if he keeps doing this. Uh, yeah, it's yeah so I don't know. It's it, We're really bad. It's not good. We're, we're pretty close to the Jets. I mean, it looked like the Jets could have beat us if we played like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, who, who's better, uh, better team, Dallas or Patriots right now? I think I think Dallas is better. I'm not. I, I'm really not kidding. I think Dallas is a better team. They have more offensive weapons and can score points. <laughs> we can't score yeah. points. Messed up one. Um, <laughs> it's kind of hard to pick a team when you don't literally don't have anybody back there throwing a fo- uh, football. So, yeah, who's your third yeah. string? Who got in there? Oh come I, on, man. I, I don't Kibuchi. know. I, I put Good a bunch of money him. on him on a waiver claim. What an idiot. How did I not know Danucci? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> ben Danucci, that's yeah. his name. Dude, after – You should know all the quarterbacks never invited to a combine. I forgot who the, who the guys who got kicked out of the game was, but, dude, he literally, like, was the executioner. He came and decapitated Andy Dalton. You know, uh, yeah, and none of the uh, Cowboys players, like, went and stood up for it. Like, if that was Dak, you know, you'd have linemen over there yeah, just Amari throwing Amari Cooper is standing there looking at him like – just looked at yeah yeah that just happened bro you should not be out here yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah after seeing that i'm like this team is toast they don't even care yeah, anymore, it's, so. it's rough man yeah. it's rough all right uh another thing i have is pirine sighting so everybody knows the phenom uh, michael pirine uh, you know he's <laughs> He has opportunity to do that, at least there now that Bell is gone. He uh, 70.2% snap share, 11 carries, 39 yards, touchdown, and 13.6% of the target share, although Crowder was out. So I don't know. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I don't, I don't know. I think he's more of like a gadget kind of guy. I, the, snap, the snap percentage is definitely uh, interesting. Definitely makes you want to look at him, but – I don't know where, like in dynasty, he's kind of, you're, you're just sitting there with him because he's not really producing that much. I, I just think that this isn't really sustainable that they, you know, it's only because they just have 37 year old Frank Gore there. Also, if they had anybody else, P Ryan wouldn't be doing anything. No, he's one of those players that, excuse me, does is better in real life than fantasy. That's a good point. Yeah. I think he's good in real life. It's, He's, I just don't think – yeah, I guess my point was I don't think he's ever going to be, like, a consistent, like, fantasy Yeah, there's no reason to have Pierre Pierre handicap for Frank Gore. I mean, there's, there's much no better. reason to have Frank Gore. Well, I, 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 I mean, I will say he, I've seen Frank Gore in the Dynasty waiver wires, and, like, the fact that he's getting, like, 10-plus touches is – I'm like, <laughs> maybe. Need some points. I mean, it's nothing crazy, but if you need a, if you need a running back on a bye week, he'll give you some points. How do you feel? How do you feel about Pierre and uh, Um, I, I like his college tape. You know, he's he's okay. Yeah, I mean, he he could be a starting running back on a team, just with some sort of committee. Maybe not the uh, not the you know eighty percent of carries, ninety percent of carries type of guy. But you know, he could be that sixty forty split, the sixty the sixty side of a sixty forty split kind of I think guy. So he's five yeah, eleven two sixteen. Yeah, I think so. he's he's actually pretty thick for. Yeah, so. No, it's not. All. I thought he was smaller than that. I mean, look, I remember watching Matt UF. We, we saw a lot of him, you know, watching the games and stuff. He, he was good there for sure. Maybe I'm wrong on this guy. Maybe I'm underestimating it. He was, you know, he, like you said, he was involved in the passing game, three targets. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. 
the one thing I'm thinking about with P Ryan, because um, you, you can still get him super cheap right now. Uh, Gore probably won't be there next year. Gase probably won't be there next year. And this is a team that has a bunch of, it's kind of the same argument to me for James Robinson, although James Robinson's really good right now, is that to fix that team, um, they're going to spend elsewhere. I don't know if they're going to invest in a running back. If they already have P Ryan, right? What's the point? They have a, they have a body. They really should be focusing on you know offensive line, other weapons, defensive weapons, shit like that. So like I don't think that they'll necessarily look to upgrade at the running back position. I should get behind that logic. See yeah, what I'm saying? Like he yeah. might just luck into being the you're, guy. That no, you know, now you're the guy. convincing me that I've been too low on Piran. <laughs> I'm going to be sending some like thirds out for this guy now. <laughs> yeah, you might get him for. You know, late third or maybe somebody might even give him four. I'll tell you what, I, I would know. send a fourth for him in a in a in a like even if I was like a contender right now because if he's going to be continuing to get oh, that sure. kind of target share and snap share, he's going to produce something. Look, he scored a touchdown last week. Yeah, and he's someone I've seen zero hype about. So right, like, right. I don't know, so I don't think the community's exactly high on him, but. Week one sample size, you know, and look into the future, he might luck into a situation. So, so uh, that's all the news I had. Do you guys, uh, you guys have anything you guys uh, want to talk about? Actually, make sure you turn into any given pot to hear our takes from week seven. Ooh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the only other thing I would mention, because like I barely even noticed this happened. So, if you're not paying attention, maybe you didn't, but Chris Godwin. He's going to be out for like a week or two here. He fractured his finger, had surgery. It's nothing crazy, but like that's a big deal. Like Antonio Brown coming back, Scott, Scotty Miller. There's a whole bunch of shit there. So just pay attention to that if you got any of those guys. I literally almost missed that news, seriously. Like it, it just like it hit this morning. And if I wasn't like honed in on, on like, you know, fantasy, yeah, I wouldn't right. notice. If I wasn't sitting there scrolling Twitter all day long, I probably wouldn't have noticed either. Except for I do have Godwin on one of my teams. And so. It was really the the like one of the threads I'm in. They were like, God went out for a couple of weeks. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I guess yeah, I've fractured but, his finger. So if it's just one week, that's kind of nice. So. Yeah, that's what anyway. anyway. All right. That's all. So I thought it'd be fun just instead of trying to do like some crazy topic. Let's just, uh, we've been playing these, this season for uh, seven weeks now. So probably between, you know, week one and week seven, we probably all have a bunch of trades that, Either we offered and got declined or we're offered and we declined or accepted or any combination of that. And I thought it'd just be fun to talk about some of the offers that we've encountered, uh, what decision we made on that and kind of why, like what, what direction was your team going in? What was the reason for declining or not accepting? No, this is, this is great, man. I actually think this is a perfect time to do it. Cause this is, we talked about it a little bit with, with Will, I think even, um, with, what was it? The Shiva, um, slipping name eric slipping block right now but eric yeah we, with will and eric we talked about it with that with them both that you know we were coming around the time where you got to make a decision if you're if you're selling you know for the future or if you're buying for now or whatever your you know your moves are being made are but i think a lot of that's happened i've seen a lot of movement i've actually made a couple moves um looks like we've all had at least some you know offers here and there so no it's a great topic and it'll be fun to kind of like yeah, not, we don't always get to talk about our moves that we make and stuff. So it's a, it's a fun time. Yeah, man. So, uh, so I was just going to say, sometimes there's a saying that says the best trades can be the ones that we don't make. And so I have a couple that I want to talk about why I didn't make them. 
and uh, why I thought it was best for my team. So I got a really interesting offer um, this last week. It was Clyde Edwards Hilaire. They were offering me for my 2021 first, two of them, and two 2021 seconds. I mean, initially, that's kind of a high price to pay for Clyde Edwards Hilaire, but I would do it under certain uh, different circumstances. So this is a team that I drafted, I don't know, August or July, something like that. Anyways, I ended up with Saquon Barkley, uh, Josh Jacobs, James Conner as my core running backs, and then uh, DJ Moore, DJ Chark, uh, Mike Evans is kind of like my core um, wide receiver. So I had a pretty good team. And during that startup, I had traded back quite a few times, and that's how I ended up with an extra first, extra second, extra third, and fourth for next year, thinking that about this time this year, assuming Saquon was doing Saquon things, I could send a two firsts and a second for one of these uh, younger rookie running backs that's showing up like a Clyde, like exactly like CEH. Like this is the type of uh, deal I was looking to make, assuming that my team was going to be healthy. But when I lost Saquon after week two, I kind of decided, hey, I got all this draft capital for next year. I'm just going to kind of ride it out and see where my team's at. I'm at the, let's see, I think I'm 11th in the league. So I'm towards the bottom. So these picks are pretty high. And the guy's picks that I have, he's like 10th or 9th. So I have a bunch of high picks. So um, instead of trying to be greedy and saying, hey, maybe that extra piece in CEH might push me into the playoffs and might elevate me to, you know, I might have a chance of getting second place or something like that where there's some pay. I just figure I'm going to hold for now and just uh, really stockpile in the rookie draft. What do you guys think about that? Should I have just bit the bullet? Got CEH and push I think for I it, said, or I think is that just too much to give this up? One, um, now that I'm thinking about it, but yeah, I and I think I said at the time, with the situation you were in, I'd probably hold the picks, man. Like I love CEH too, but I and I don't think it's like a super lopsided deal either way necessarily. But just like like you said, you know, you're not contending. Why spend it all for one pick when you know that towards the rookie draft you're they're going to be more valuable. You know what I mean? You're, you could probably get CEH anyway at that time if you wanted them, and maybe for less. Exactly. Uh, depending on, you know, where, where these picks end up, and it sounds like they might end up in the top five area. Yeah, that's that's exact point. And, uh, you know, I just uh, was telling them, I was like, that's the kind of trade I try to make maybe after the season because you know that our picks are based on possible points, and I don't really need – CEH's points on my bench right now, just making my draft picks worse. So, you know, I didn't mean to punt this season. I really had a solid plan going into it by grabbing those picks in the startup draft. Um, but with the injury to Saquon, I kind of have no choice but just to write it out. So, yeah. Uh, so another one has just really made no sense to me. Someone uh, offered me Daryl Henderson for Gasicki in the third. Uh, and this yeah, league, it's tight premium, but it's 1.75 for reception. What? Daryl Henderson? No, the Jaseki in the third. Oh, no, they were well, offering – They were you... trying to get Jaseki in the third from him. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I wrote all mine, like, yeah, the way I, like, who I gave away for people, so. Uh, no, I wrote it the way you wrote it, Uriah. Yeah, I just – <laughs> So anyway, that was just one that uh, I just, it was just most recent one that kind of got offered to me. And I was just like, maybe it's just one of those like trash offers. I mean, it's not like trash, but obviously 
Go ahead. Oh, okay. Let's see. This is one of those ones that I think that stood out to me. Is like when you're trying to make a trade with somebody, you should look at their roster and what they need and what they don't need. And they would realize that I fucking need Gesicki. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he, he's my he's my starting tight end, and then I have like two or three serviceable running backs on my bench every week. So I definitely don't need Henderson. So yeah, this just, was this was a guy just like sending offers out and not really giving a shit, which. To be honest, like I, I think I told you, I sent one out the other day, and somebody was like, "I this doesn't even deserve a response uh, or a counter." I was like, "Oh, all right." So like you know, it, we all send out stuff that people think is terrible. Um, he might just be thinking people are really high on Henderson. I don't know, but yeah, not you know, there's no reason to make that deal for sure. Not at all. And then the the other one that I had is a best trade that uh, I did not make was someone offered me Dalton. For a 2021 20, second. <laughs> and uh, it was, oh man, I don't know. It's a league where I have like three starting quarterbacks and I have absolutely no need for Dalton. So I was like, I don't, why would I do this? So that's just another one where I think someone just was sending out the offers to everybody in the league, just didn't look at my roster. So again, gonna like, have a- yeah, I think that's a great point though. Like most, I guess I think I, I don't think about it enough that like that's what I do is I go and look at what people need because I'm not about to send you an offer where you're going to just be like, dude, I don't need, I don't even want to look at this player. You know what I mean? So it's like, you, you definitely need to look at other people's teams and Dalton for a second. Oof. I'm sure people <laughs> paid that though. I'm sure people paid for it. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I just, I don't know if you just took a look, you know, at the person's roster that you're sending a trade to, maybe you wouldn't have sent that trade to me, but so those are the only three. What do you guys got? Um, all right, so I got a couple here that I didn't make. Um, I just want to get your thoughts on some of these. The first one was absolutely absurd, I think, but and so I'm just going to throw it out there. Because, <laughs> like, you got to get called out for this one. We know um, you're listening. No. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know you're listening. Uh, no. uh, so this was somebody sent me an offer, and I have Minshew. They sent a 2021 first and a, sec- and a 2021 second for Minshew a 2021 first and a fourth. And I'm just, and I said, I literally, I responded. (laughs) I said, I said, why am I sending a first in this deal? That's literally what I said. I rejected it. It was like, why am I sending a first? Like, and okay. So to add a layer of depth to it, the first that this guy wants back is his own. And he's, and he's like last in the league. And it's like, bro, no, you're not getting a top five pick for nothing. Like, I get what you're doing, but like, this isn't a charity case here. Like, I don't even understand. I don't understand. He sent me a couple of trades to, to get his, he sent me a first, like a first well, and a second you know, for, for a first and a second. He sent me a trade like that. I was like, and then he uh, had the audacity to throw on a fourth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, and give me that fourth because you're not giving enough on your side. Like, you're, you know what? Oh my I gosh. was so confused. So anyway, that one, I just thought it was funny. It had to be mentioned. Some more realistic stuff. This is, a, this is a trade. So I've been trying to shop DK Metcalf around. I got an offer, Mike Evans, Zach Ertz, and a 2021 second for DK Metcalf. How do we feel about that? I don't absolutely hate it. I mean, Zach Ertz getting hurt lowered his value a little bit. But, I mean, you're making up for it with the second round pick. And... I mean, Evans is young, but again, you know, my feelings on DK. So um, that's, that's one I'm actually really torn on, but I, I mean, that's, that's the move I would, would make. give up DK for Evans Ertz in a second. 
So, yeah, I think yeah. you sent this one to me too. And I didn't initially be like, oh, that's terrible. But cause I had to think about it too. Because um, Mike Evans, is he's still good. He's still young. The thing is, Zach Ertz, he's a guy that you're probably going to have on your roster that you're going to look to trade to, right? Like, I don't think anybody's like super stoked to get Zach Ertz on the roster right now. And, uh, man, TK Metcalf, he's just so good. He's got a really, really good quarterback. He's got a great quarterback. He's young. He has a ton of value, and that value's not going down anytime soon. Mike Evans' value is only going to go down from here. I mean, not drastically, but it's not going to go up. Um, and Zach Ertz, I mean, he's – we don't even know where he'll be next year, the year after. Um yeah, but if you also Josh look Gordon, at DK's numbers with AB yeah. last year, he did pull yeah, so away some of the I, attention. Like the way I looked at this was, and I, I kind of, Josh Gordon, I, I lean more towards yeah. your eyes and for maybe some similar and different reasons towards his uh, viewpoint on it. But, you know, I, I think Zach Ertz, like, I really actually like the idea of Zach Ertz. I just don't think that's a reality anymore, sadly. And I don't know where he's going to go that would make that a reality again. So I'm, I'm actually really down on him. 2021 seconds. I mean, seconds in general, like they're nice to have and, but like they're, they're not sure shots in Mike Evans, definitely on the down, um, uh, you know, on the down slope and with no sight of any, you know, young QB coming in and Brady doesn't seem to use him the same way um, as past QBs do. So for me, DK is just like, he's one of those guys who I think we've talked about it before. He looks almost in like the TO realm of things like that kind of thing and and you know josh you like him probably as much maybe maybe not as much as me i don't know i'm I'm really high on him apparently but i you know so for dk right now like with like you said the quarterback he has a situation he's in and everything i'm not so worried about a josh gordon or anything like that see i also feel like we should be explaining more of the situation like in order to do this properly, we really need to dive into like our team structure and everything because. But even so, I mean, in this team where like I have a ton of receivers, I still don't want to sell Metcalf. I could, I could lose Metcalf right now. And, right, but like, what if you have like DK and you have Tyler Lockett? Then a move like this to regain some more, to regain some draft capital and everything, could make a little more sense versus if your other wide receiver, yeah, I mean, maybe Chris Kirk and. Maybe, but the way I'm looking at it is I can get way more for DK somewhere else, like, and something more useful. Like, I think that you can get a top-tier running back for DK plus maybe something else in return, nothing great, but, you know, something else, like maybe a, a back-end tight end or a low-end wide receiver back as well or something like that. I think that's the kind of deal that I'd be looking for with Metcalf where this is more selling low to me and not much – upside on it right like that's kind of what i'm looking at um yeah yeah you know dk's a guy you could probably be comfortable on your roster Barring for the injury. next at least i mean minimum three years i mean oh my yeah goodness. you know what i mean um, all right so yeah, yeah I, got, I got a couple more so let me move on here um this one i thought was interesting <laughs> i'm uh, and just to explain my team situation real quick i won the championship last year i'm really rebuilding and i don't think that that um, anybody is really off the table on this team. So I, I put Saquon on the block. Uh, I, you know, I don't have really much to gain from it right now. So I'm just thinking if somebody has a really good offer, come at me. So I got somebody through 
Naheem Hines, Deontay Johnson, a, 20, a 2021 first and a 2021 second for Saquon Barkley. Uh, I declined it. I, I just think that there's a little bit more value to be had from Barkley. I think we're a little too low on guys who get injured like this with modern day science and, and medicine and stuff. So I don't know. How do you feel about it? I, I guess I would want to know. Okay. No, I'm with you there. Just initially I'm with you there. Saquon is some, I, you're going to wake up, uh, you know, Sunday morning, uh, game day to 2021 and be super stoked. You held on to Saquon. You know, I know that, I know that for a fact. Um, but I am a little intrigued at the first they, and second. I, they were more so around like the seven to like nine there. area, likely like more middle than they were. And so if they were, if it was like a top five, then maybe I'm thinking about it because Deon, I like Deontay Johnson a lot. Like I think he's, I think he's kind of a first round pick in himself, maybe back end though. Yeah, me too. Right? So that, so if we turn it into picks, we're saying two of 2021 first to 21 second. Yes and Naheem Hines I still don't think that's really enough honestly like I think that there's a little bit more to be had for Saquon Barkley sure dude hold on to him wait till he yields up a little more and then you can definitely get probably multiple firsts for him yeah I just think you're going to be happy you know week one uh knowing that you held on to Saquon so and no, I was going to say, uh, even if Jason Garrett's still in uh, Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, like, I, I just remember, like, three months ago or four months ago, it was Saquon Barkley for four first-round picks, like, plus. So, it's like, I get it. He, this hurts. He's, he, has a, he, has, he tore his ACL, and that's tough for running backs. But, you know, we see more and more guys come back from these injuries and better than we thought they'd be. And I don't think he's done. And I think he could be really good still. So I, I think I agree with you that I think, you know, come week one, I'll be, I'll be happy. I kept him. Um, all right. Here's my last one that I declined and I want to see your thoughts on it. So this is an early, not, not like top five, but definitely an earlier 2021 first um, bottom of the half, bottom half of the league. Um, so somebody wanted my 2021 first, they were sending AJ green, Michael Pittman in a 2021 second for the 2021 first. I'm not really contending, so AJ Green's kind of useless. I don't know. Yeah, I would have I would have declined to. Uh, you know, keep it short and sweet. I I love Michael Pittman. Huge Pittman fan here. Um, AJ Green, no need for the guy. Uh, <laughs> especially if you're not contending. Even if you were contending, do you need AJ Green? I mean, he's not like he's not even top. Is he top? Is he wide receiver three? The Bengals don't he, need AJ Green. Yeah, no, they don't. <laughs> I don't know where he is uh, this year, but it's it's it can't be that great. Um, I mean, what you mean, like in terms of like targets or receptions, oh, like he's probably yeah. third. Oh yeah, he's he's yeah he's wide receiver uh, seventy one on the year. So, yeah, yeah, he's uh, a wide receiver four, like or something yeah. like that. Yeah, he's virtually unstartable uh, for sure. Yeah, no, AJ Green's useless. And then I, yeah, I agree with you. I think you know the again I, the, we talked about it last week. The perception of of a first is better than the value of some of these guys and. I, I don't think these kind of moves for a Michael Pittman in the second need to be made at this point in the year. You can kind of do it almost any time. He's not about to gain a bunch of value in the next eight weeks. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You're just going to have to wait, especially if you're not contending, just wait. The first you have now is going to gain value. I just hold on to it, man. No reason to be making those kinds of moves if you're not contending. And then honestly, I think if you weren't, like I said before, if you were contending, I don't think that's a move. I wouldn't make that move anyway. Yeah. So. Like it says, uh, some of the best trades can be the ones you don't make. So <laughs> definitely. 
I think good. And then when I got offered, um, I'd be giving away Preston Williams for Nikhil Harry, which I declined. Did you guys, t- did you talk about this on any given pod or did I? We might have briefly it? discussed this on any given pod. Yeah, I think I, so. Because this sounds familiar. Yeah. How, so, yeah. How do you feel about it? Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm all Preston Williams side all the way. So um, I, I don't know uh, why the Harry owner thought you would do that. And he knows you're a Dolphins fan. Yeah. That's just dumb. I don't get it. <laughs> Come on, man. Not a stupid offer for offers for Preston Williams from multiple people, but this is just the one that stuck out. Yeah, Preston Williams, I think you even noted earlier when we were recording any given pod, Josh, that Preston Williams has been up and down a little bit this season. And that's not that's not that's to be expected. He's coming back from an injury. There's gonna you know, there's it's gonna be a QB change. They're working in a whole different thing, the whole you know, a whole bunch of different things. So but still, I mean, if anybody's been paying attention to any kind of football, they know Nikhil Harry is one of the biggest busts around right now. I, you know, and I, I feel for the guy because I, I don't think he's a bad kid, but, you know, you just see receiver after receiver after receiver, player after player after player drafted after him just with more energy on the field. And it's uh, there's no way that you can make this trade. Preston Williams from Nikhil Harry. You know, I, I was saying he was worth like a back end first, early second can't even say that anymore he's late second if that probably kind of value so do with that what you will hey josh did you uh, counter at all or did you just tell him to get lost no yeah yeah well <laughs> i don't know i mean it could have been a starting point or maybe he had you know something else. so sometimes it's easier just to cut the cord and move on and they will revisit it in a few weeks <laughs> I like that though. I, I like that. Hey, let's just, run through know, these trades right we actually let's, did. Let's revisit it. But I, I agree. Harry. Awesome. Let's do it. So I'll do mine real quick. So I'll have one. It's small, but uh I sent away Melvin Gordon uh for Monster, uh second, third, and fourth. This is a league where I thought I was kind of contending, made a move uh for Fournette. And we'll see how that works out. But I don't think I really am a serious contender because I've lost Dak Prescott. I already have two firsts. So I figure, okay, I'll take Monster, who I kind of view as similar uh, fantasy value, not necessarily dynasty value, but fantasy value next year. You know, they might have one more year on their teams and then who knows. And I picked up a second, third, and fourth. So I was pretty happy with it. It's not the biggest deal, but. It gives me a little fire firepower. I'm okay the, with this. I think that if you put it to the Twitterverse, you probably get kind of killed on it. But I don't. I don't think that's right. And honestly, you might get killed by people like me because early earlier in the season or before the season. I mean, I wrote an article saying basically fade Mostert at his value or at his ADP rather. And I I was actually right on that. Not probably for the right reasons because injuries and stuff like that. And I do think the committee would have got to him eventually. But he's clearly better than I thought. Let me just say that. And Melvin Gordon is not who he used to be. He, we could see it in Denver over the past few weeks. I mean, he fumbled twice, I think, this past week. Or the week, week I don't know, he's, he's been bad. Uh, DUIs, all that nonsense. You picked up some some picks. I like it. I You know, I think Mostert has value next year, like you said. And and the 49ers love him. And he's like a, a ball out of a cannon when he runs, man. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <clears throat> when he breaks open, he's good. So, yeah, that's, that's just basically the premise for me making that trade was fantasy value, Gordon Mostert. Equal in my eyes, kind of like I was saying with uh, Cook and Fournette as far as points production that I talked about earlier. Process. Uh, 
you know, if you, yeah, yeah, <laughs> process. So I'm like, if I can grab the extra picks, then nice. we'll go for it. So who knows? And plus, I get I get Gordon's points off my bench, so it'll make the picks I have hopefully a little bit better. So that's it. That's the only trade I've made uh, okay, in the last well, few weeks. Let me so. hop into it. I I've been wheeling and dealing. I have a couple of leagues where I'm I I think I'm a contender, despite what others probably think. But I I have a couple of leagues where I, where I think I'm a contender, and I'm trying to make some moves. Uh, one is console wars. One was between Josh and myself actually uh, this morning or over the, the last two days. Collusion, <laughs> collusion. You guys are on. You guys are a two podcast together. Uh, no, it's it's funny. <laughs> we um, tried making deals uh, live on the podcast, and they never work out. So, <laughs> no, like, it, it's funny because I, the way I approach is, I really thought that looking at both our teams, I think I think that Josh is kind of set up more for for the next couple years than I am. Where I have a little bit older of a team. I also know that I'm trying to win this year and I'm willing to kind of sell off some pieces and give away some value, you know, whatever that may be. So I had Breeze and, you know, Breeze hasn't been playing bad by any means. I have Drew Breeze and um, Josh is Tom Brady. I was looking to pick up some upside in my, in one of my quarterbacks here pretty much and um, sell off Breeze with a couple with a couple pieces so I gave Breeze uh Devin Duvernay the receiver in uh for the Baltimore Ravens Chris Herndon the tight end for the Jets and a 2021 third for Brady and a 2021 fourth uh I I thought it like I thought it was pretty fair on both sides I think if you put it into a calculator it's probably pretty fair too um and again I mean I, I explained my my process I'm, I think Brady gives me a little bit more upside on some weeks um later but what I didn't realize and this is kind of crazy is that now two of my quarterbacks have the same bye week in week 13, which could, could hurt, which could Ooh, hurt. Playoff week. So, 13, 14. No, I'm oh, good. No, I am good. No, but, good, good. but it is, it, it's going to be dangerous in the, in the later week. And I, I didn't realize that. So, you know, there's some risk there. I don't know. How do you feel about it? You're right? I mean, you're the only independent party on this one. <laughs> well, okay. Since um, I like, Josh's side more. Um, I I would rather have, I think, Breeze, Duvernay, Herndon, and your third, although your third's probably going to be late than Brady. The thing is, so you're going to have, you both have a quarterback for a year. You Philly probably has Brady for two years, but uh, I do like Duvernay and Herndon. Uh, I don't know. I think I like Josh's side just a little bit better, but I like what you're doing. I like what you're doing um, for your team because you're trying to win now. So, Breeze is doing okay, but Brady's doing it just a little bit better. And I forget who said it, but, you know, just a, I think it's like three points per game or something like that over the course of a season equals, you know, one, one extra win. So if Brady's giving you, you know, on average four five, six points more than Breeze's, then it's, it's great for you to make the run. So, I mean, I like it for both. And that's what I said. And that's what I said I said that to Joshua. I saw he has Aaron Rodgers and Russell yeah, Wilson. That's perfect. And I was like, there's probably not many times you're going to be like, let me start, you know, Brady over one of these guys. Though you may. I mean, you could play that with Aaron Rodgers some games for sure. But for me, I have Teddy Bridgewater and Aaron Rodgers otherwise. So there's a lot of times where I'll probably want Brady instead of Bridgewater, depending on, you know, the <laughs> how dare you, depending on the matchup. So, Look, How and honestly, you. I actually I, – I think I agree with you in, in theory. I think that that um, Josh kind of wins this trade 
I, what I said to him was this, you probably won't get much more for Brady than a third whenever you're done with him. So here's the, here's the third plus a quarterback in the meantime, you know what I mean? Plus I'll move some other picks. I was exp- I was explaining it from my yeah, perspective. That's okay, all. let's talk about that. I like how you like wrote me a paragraph like you were trying to explain the deal, not like I was I didn't No, I, I get that, <laughs> no, but it was, was like I think it was just like... funny the way cuz I felt like you were explaining it to somebody that you had to convince to do the deal. I was just driving and I was like, No, like, that oh, was not oh. how it went. I, I, like, I said, you're really interested like, in Brady. Well, you should do this because this. Then this, you got home this. and sent like, me the dude, trade. That was the it. Deal. Like, <laughs> I mean, no, I was definitely. You're all used car salesman on a No lie. Um, but anyway, okay, so we'll move on from that. That was, that was a fun trade. <laughs> Yes. He's like, I'm not going to read the text. <laughs> literally, the way it is. Why you make the deal? Why you make the deal? Period. There is how you know this man That's is exactly bullshit. what I said, and I just said it and now. Being honest, period. Oh, oh the deal worked out. Don't get me wrong. Right, I mean, like I said, I had three. A third instead of you know, I was Josh. I would ask for the third instead. You mean if you were me, you would ask for the third instead. Oh, okay. Oh, sh- yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the third. So, okay. I, oh, I, the other part. The other part I probably should explain is the oh, yeah. third oh, actually was even belonged to Billy. Yeah, I so I kind of gave, just gave him okay, uh, cool. and the fourth oh, one to Billy. So I just I gave remember. him back his fourth for his third, It's gone now. So. It's yours. So I don't remember. All right, so in another league, this is actually some, a move I've been trying to make for a long time in this league, and I've talked about it on any given pot a bunch. I know that, but I've been trying to move Mike Evans for a while, and I told, I've been saying it's been very hard to get value, but I guess somebody finally contending decided they wanted to give up at least fair value for him, and this is, this is a, a trade I made the other day. So this was – I sent Mike Evans for a 2021 first and second. I think it was mid – it's definitely not like top five or anything, but, yeah, how do we feel? I think it's a fair value. You know, uh, I don't, I don't hate it. You know what I mean? I just, uh, if you, you obviously don't need Mike Evans uh, for any reason yeah. this year, whether you're contending or you're rebuilding. So I agree. That's this is kind of what I think he's worth. I don't, yeah. I didn't plug into no, the calculator I agree. or anything, but I just, just I think he's context, worth it first and I, second. This was the same league I won the championship in last year and I did it without Mike Evans. He was on, he was injured on the bench. So I, you know, at that point, once I did that, I was like, look, like, I know his value is going down. Why, why even hold on to this guy? So moved him. Uh, that's that. Um, all right. So this last one, this last trade I made, this was a salary cap league. I'll try to move through it quickly, but this is just really like kind I was just so, super stoked. I made this trade. Um, so I traded a, a $14 Nick Foles, a $2 Tyler Johnson and a $15 Mike Williams. And a couple picks, a 2021 second, third, a 2022 first, and a third for Derrick Henry this year. Okay. Shit. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm not too, yeah, I'm not too familiar with uh, salary cap league, so I don't really exactly know what the $14 and $2 is. Is that out of 100 or something? So, I mean, to make, to make sense of it, well, to make sense of it, I mean, really, 
really the way it works. So it, it, whether it's out of 100 or 300, I mean, ours is out of 300, which kind of inflates the price of each player, but it's the same percentage, I guess, you'd spend on the player, right? Dep- whether it was 100 or not. But the way I guess to look at it is when you're making trades, you need to make the money match most of the time, right? Because you can't go over your cap and stuff like that. So if you're trading for a $28 player and you send away a player who's a dollar, you're, you might be way over cap because you just added $28 to your team and sent only $1 away, right? So a lot of it is making the cap work when you're making trades. So it's like different values. That's interesting. Yeah, let me uh, so, put you up there because it's like, uh, I've never played in one. So just out of curiosity, are these dollar amounts, they're, uh, they change year to yeah. year and how, who comes up with them? Is it? Okay, so so the initial draft so okay the values do change year to year if you keep a player so set so the first year if i get a player for ten dollars and i want to keep him for a year then i have to spend an extra i think ten dollars to keep him so now he becomes twenty dollars in year two or i can put him on a two-year contract and it's fourteen dollars extra so then he's twenty four dollars so it gets it can get pretty pricey if you hold on to players depending on the price now the 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 price set for them is based on an auction. So initially the startup is an auction draft and you just nominate players. So somebody initially nominated Derek Henry for $28 and won him for $28. Right. And so I got Nick Foles for 14 in the off season and tied Tyler Johnson in the rookie draft. He was $2 or whatever. And Mike Williams was $15. So basically if you look at it, I mean, I, I sold, I essentially, you know, sold like $30 worth of players for a $28 Derek Henry. Honestly, the, I, I thought this was a great move. I got a huge piece for this year in the trying to win now mode and sold off a bunch of stuff that was kind of cluttering my salary, really, right? Because if you look at guys like Mike Williams and Nick Foles, those are not guys you want to spend any more money on. I'm definitely not going to spend more money on them to keep them next year. That's for sure. Um, so I got rid of them from my, from my team. And I added Derrick Henry for $28, which if you look compared to a $15 Mike Evans, pretty cheap. Yeah, I, I do love it. Now, you kind of explained the whole the rules behind it. Yeah, I do love it. Only thing I don't really love is the, you know, sending away the second, the third next year, and then the first and the third the following year. But you do have Derrick Henry, and uh, if you're in win uh, win now mode for this year, then it then it's awesome, right? So. Yeah. So, and you bring up a great point. Now, I will say I was five and one when I made this trade. So I'm, I'm like, definitely when, when now, and you do bring up a good point because picks become increasingly valuable in these leagues because they're so cheap. Like, and you can put them on the taxi squad and in taxi squads and salary cap leagues, generally the price doesn't go up from year to year if you keep them on there on the taxi squad. So they're very valuable, but I do have a 2021 first and somehow I got away with this trade without giving away the 2021 first and giving away the 2022. So, so you, I do have be that a little flexible next pocket. year too. So, all right. Yeah. So exactly. Exactly. All right. So Josh, uh, let's, let's move on. Sorry. I've been hogging up some time. Not good. I just had two. Um, one is in a dynasty league. I traded Frank Gore for Dan Arnold and okay. Miles Boykins. I, yeah. I love it. I mean, if you, if you could trade Frank trade. Gore uh, for someone as young as Miles Boykin and uh, Dan Arnold. Yeah. I tight end premium, I'm assuming. You know, it doesn't even matter. No, I love it. Yeah. How often do you get to trade Frank Gore? Building blocks. I mean, even if only one of the two works at work out, I'm not getting that much production out of Gore. So 
I mean, this is this is Frank Gore for Miles Boykin and Dan Arnold just like a little cherry on the top. But but I mean, yeah. if you you trade Frank Gore for anything, that's kind of a plus. Yeah, so I, that's funny you say that because it was the other way around. It was Frank Gore for Dan Arnold and Boykin was the throw-in. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's a fantastic. I mean, yeah. Again, like if you got, if you trade him for anything, you're happy. Yeah. And the guy's like, here's my Boykins that- too. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> thousand dynasty, and then in a redraft, I just traded Joe Mixon for Tyler Lockett and James. Uh, redraft, redraft, or yeah, redraft. Okay. Uh, shoot. Yeah. Well, I like it either way. I won't lie. Good job. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I I think that's a great trade. It would, it would have been great if they would have been in my lineup this past weekend. What? Yeah, you benched them? A great trade. Uh, um, well, listen to any given pod for oh, the full no. story, but I made so pretty much because of my 12 leagues I'm in, I kind of try to finalize my rosters Friday. And then, like, Sunday morning, I'll wake up. If there's an injury mm-hmm. or something, I'll change them. So I had all my lineups set up. And I made a trade. I can't remember if it was Friday night or Saturday morning. And it was from Joe Mixon in my uh, running back spot. And I forgot that sleeper doesn't automatically plug in when you make a trade. That they just mm-hmm. drop them down into your bench spots. So I didn't even think twice about it because I'm like, okay, I'm dr- dropping uh, Joe Mixon. They'll yeah. just plug in James Robinson. Oh, man, that sucks. And then... I, yeah, I was out of most of the day Saturday and Sunday I woke up to a text from the kid, my good friend who I was playing. He's like, what the fuck happened? And I opened up my phone and the afternoon games already started and I got locked in and couldn't. Did you lose this week? Back spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes. And that's like yeah. a 70 combined no, I, points. I know. Yeah. <laughs> bad across the board for me, but. It was my own mistake, and I should have checked my roster. So I can't. You could take solace, and you made a great yeah, trade. Yeah, that's a great trade. A dynamite. Yeah. Moving forward, though, I, moving forward, I'll be great on it. It was just, it, it kind of was just a punch in the gut because I was like, "Fuck, that's like." I mean, but points yeah, you're right. What about that from a dynasty perspective? I mean, I, I don't. So that's what I'm looking at. So redraft, redraft. <laughs> you just stole. You just stole from this man. Uh, <laughs> and then a dynasty, I st- I still don't hate it. I I think I would take the Lockett Robinson side, dude. I'm 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 sweetening on Robinson a bit, dude. Especially for win now. I think that I think long term there could be some questions about Robinson, and I I don't know why. I just think that's like how the NFL does things sometimes. Like the draft capital thing really like comes into play <laughs> for some reason. But I, I you know I think he could get like draft capitaled out at some point by some other rookie. But yeah. Other than that, I mean, I think he's good. Like he looks, he really great. does. Great hands, um, uh, juking guys and all that stuff. So he's he should be a hand model. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> hey, no, um, <laughs> you know he's kind of like the like we talked about with Michael P. Ryan. Uh, he's he's kind yeah. of in a situation. Well, he's already won the starting job for this year, right? Um, Chris Thompson uh, has not, is, is he like on injured reserve now or something? Yeah. I think he's on injured reserve, or he was on COVID. I think Armstead. Like Armstead's reserve. having problems with COVID. Uh, they brought back Ozigbo, which I love because I like Cornhuskers, and also I think he's pretty talented. But when they brought him up, he didn't do anything. Again, James Robinson gets all the work. So, but he's kind of in a situation now. Uh, James Robinson, the same as Lamichael P. Ryan, where they're both on pretty shitty teams, and come draft time. I don't see, I mean, I'm not saying that either of these teams have super smart GMs, but if they do, they're going to look to 
filled every other every single other part of that team, not the running back position. Both these guys have a shot at being the starter again next year because the team's looking to build in areas that they actually really need. They don't. Re- neither of those teams need a running back. Mm-hmm. They have a guy that could work just fine for them, especially James. You're just Robinson. talking up Robinson because yeah. I was trying to buy him off you earlier. I get it. I get it. <laughs> you can't get him. <laughs> no, no, no. I agree with you though. You're you're right. And and I think that you're you're keying in on something that we lose sight of, which is if they have smart. You are on mute. I hit the wrong space bar. I think you're keen on something. If if they have smart GMs, they're they're not going to waste picks on running backs. Running backs don't matter, right? That's the whole thing in the league now. Like, why spend anything on them? So, yeah, I agree. That was super fun. Uh, Just kind of, you know, I figured after seven weeks, we have some trades that we didn't make or we did make, you know, just to talk about and have fun. So, I would say that we're all making pretty decent, uh, in my opinion, some pretty good decisions. So, yeah, I think I think next week we should have a small yeah. segment about trades we wish we didn't make. That's one thing we miss. Trades we wish we Ooh. didn't make. There's a couple of them I'm sure we could find. If if you could find at least like one or two of them, we could just like touch on it real quick next week. Yeah, I, I can yeah, do that. I can think of I, already, I, think I, of, couple, I can think of so. a couple for you, right? <laughs> no, I, I can <laughs> of uh, a couple I, I wish I didn't make. Oh God, yeah. All right. Thank you everyone for giving. Blah, blah, blah. Thank you everyone for giving Dynasty Underdogs a listen. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Dynasty Underdog, at Justariah FF, at Any Given Pod, at Willie Beeman DFF, and myself at Josh Goldberg AGP. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Mm-hmm.